Hello, we're so excited today to talk about seven reasons you're living paycheck to paycheck. Are you stuck in the endless cycle of living paycheck to paycheck? Because today we're peeling back the layers of the financial frustration and revealing seven reasons why you're still trapped in this maddening loop. Yeah, and from thinking in terms of paychecks instead of the big picture, and you're struggling with inconsistency in your budget for essentials like groceries and gas. And so here, during this podcast, we're going to break down each of those roadblocks that are keeping you from financial freedom. Do you make good money but have nothing to show for it? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Yeah, and we know you have big dreams for your financial future. And maybe you want to get debt free, but you don't want to live on beans and rice. And we know you don't want to give up those pumpkin spice lattes. No. So it's okay if you don't already know how to budget or if you're using credit cards to get through the month. Yeah. And it's okay if you want to seem like you've got your finances all together or if you're not on the same page with your spouse when it comes to finances. It's most likely that what you're doing isn't working. Yeah. That's okay, because guess what? You're in the right place. We're Shayna and Vanessa, and we're best friends, business partners, and master financial coaches trained by Dave Ramsey. Years ago, we both embarked on our Dave journeys together, but very differently. And you know we shared the same book because we're frugal like that. Yeah, we did. And now we've been in business since 2019, helping amazing people like you get on a budget, get out of debt, and stop living paycheck to paycheck. You know, we're nerds and we love making budgets and spreadsheets, and we love helping people take the guesswork out of their budget, improve their marriages, and change their financial trajectory. Yeah, we've created hundreds of budgets to help our clients know exactly what they're doing with their money. We've watched them pay off student loans, credit cards, cars, mortgages, and more. And we've watched them get excited about saving money from the single mom who never had even $500 in her savings account before to the millionaire who's paid off over four mortgages. It's what we love to do and it's very rewarding. We've watched our clients improve their marriages, their communication is better, and even bring their kids in on the conversation. In this podcast, we'll share with you everything we know, plus everything we're working on with our clients so that you have the best chance at reaching your financial goals. And you know what? We're not going to shy away from the tough love, you guys. We're going to tell you exactly what you need to hear, but also encourage you at the same time. This is the Ideal Balance Podcast. But first, let us tell you about how, and let us lay it out for you. You know, Ideal Balance, our financial coaching program is designed to make your entire journey, this entire budget learning process easier than you thought, right? And less complicated. And so we wanted to tell you real quick, like a sneak peek of what you could, what you would experience if you were a coaching clients. Yeah, for sure. So the first thing is, is you're going to get two 45 minute coaching sessions per month. And imagine mm-hmm. having two focused sessions. I love that. It's so good. Each month tailored to your needs, right? right? And there's no wandering into confusion. You know exactly what your goals are. We're here to guide you every step of the way during this process. Yeah, I think that that's the most important part. It's not like you're having to show up to the session and figure out what to do. We're going to yeah. tell you exactly what to do help you stay on track every single um what to do with your hands yeah yeah and so that's really nice and then obviously or maybe it's not so obvious but we love to send recaps after every session where you'll get a copy of your budget you'll get a copy of your paycheck plan which we're gonna talk about some of that in a minute but also you're going to get all your homework Mm -hmm. like that all the little action items that are that you need to do between the the sessions in order to keep moving forward and making progress on your budget yeah and our clients absolutely love that part because it's like Okay, we had this session. Now, what, what's next? Yeah, some of them start to take notes and it's like, yeah. no, 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 we're going to send it to you. We do that for you. Yeah. yeah. So the next thing you're, you're going to get is a custom monthly budget. And so together we're going to create a personalized budget 
that aligns with your goals mm-hmm. and your paychecks and your needs. Yeah. There's no guesswork. It's super clear. It's, a, yeah. it's a basically a roadmap for you. Yeah, that is made by you. Yeah. Like we're going to ask you, okay, what do you want to do with the spend on this? And what do you want to set this budget? It's made by you. So it's very custom for sure. Yeah. And then obviously from that budget is going to come up with your paycheck plan, which is our signature, signature, yeah. signature system. And it's going to help you be able to allocate your paychecks exactly to what we've talked about. And so that every paycheck looks the same, which is the opposite mm-hmm. about what we're talking about today and today's podcast episode. But what you what you want from this is to know that every paycheck looks the same. I know exactly what to do every paycheck. And it's and just make sure it eases your mind and makes the whole process easier. Yeah. And so the last thing you're going to get is unlimited access and support. I think yeah. that that is also huge because in between those sessions, mm-hmm. you may have questions that come up and things like that. So you know, with us at Ideal Balance, you'll never feel alone on this financial mm-hmm. journey. And so we respond to you within the day as far as your your questions. If you text us and you email us and you yeah. have just some things that, like we said, questions or just com- some concerns that yeah. may pop up. And even if we need to jump on a call with you, we will 100% do that. Yeah. And so just imagine the relief it's going to bring you to have yeah. someone that understands what you're going through, that's walking it with you, that is listening to you that is here to support you. And so, yeah, we just want to offer or invite you to go to myidealbalance.com forward slash coaching if you think you're interested. Yeah. yeah. And let's get started toward your new journey towards financial freedom. Yes. Okay. So back to seven reasons that you're living paycheck to paycheck. We're going to help you out. If you were wondering why, why me, why am I doing this? We're going to tell you all seven right now. Yeah. So the first one is you're thinking in terms of paychecks instead of the big monthly picture here. Yeah. A lot of times, People are planning like their individual paycheck, like this, this paycheck is going to pay for rent and Mm -hmm. this bill. And then the next paycheck, I'm going to pay for this and that. And what it doesn't let you do is look at your income as a whole Mm -hmm. in the whole month, which is when like your expenses are monthly, your bills are monthly. So we want to look at your income and what's, what is possible in that big month overview. Yeah. And the other thing that it's doing is it's creating inconsistency in your budget. Right. And and where you need consistency is your gas and groceries. But when you're doing that whole like well, this paycheck pays this and this one does this and I have more money at the end of the month versus yes. the beginning of the month, your groceries and gas needs to be consistent each month. You need to know how much money you can have for that. So when you're doing when you're assigning your paychecks mm-hmm. the wrong jobs each yeah. each time, right, then you create this and this need for maybe some extra money during the the times when you're paying your rent. Right. Because it's a higher expense versus maybe your phone bill towards the end of the month. Yeah. And I think. What's so cool when you change it from that, and we're going to tell you some more about that, but when you change it to that, to thinking about it in terms of the entire month, then you, I mean, we do it all the time when we make people's budgets. They're like, I have that much money or I have that much money left over every month, but you can't see it because you're not, you're not planning the right way. You're not giving that overarching look. And instead you're probably trying to do too much Mm -hmm. with one paycheck. Yeah, for sure. And you know, when you see your entire income as a whole, like Shana says at the end of the month, it'll it'll surprise and delight you when you're like, I have this much money. Yeah. When you're not giving it the right job, when you're not seeing it as a whole, you can't physically see all the money that's left over. It's like when we used to do home organization, we like we told people, we want to see all of your t-shirts. We want to see all of your dishes. We want to see all of your pots as a whole so you can see how many you have. Yeah. This is the same thing. We want to see your money in your whole budget for the whole month versus each paycheck. Yep. So the second reason that you're still living paycheck to paycheck is probably because you're spending without a plan, right? And so, you know, we call it like swipe, swipe, swipe. I hope there's enough, you know, you're just spending and you don't have a plan. You don't have like a certain amount that you're you're planning to spend on each category of your budget, anything like that. You're just 
spending. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And you're using your bank account balance to guide you, which is a terrible idea yeah. because that's mixed in with other things, maybe some bills, maybe some other expenses, maybe even some quarterly or annual bills that you have right. coming out that you don't even know, you don't remember. Yeah. So when you don't have a plan, you don't know how much you're supposed to be spending or you can't spend. You're just like Shana said, like swiping and crossing your fingers at the register that it's going to go through. Yeah. And one reason that you might not have a plan or might not be on a plan is maybe you tried it before. Yeah. And we get that. Like sometimes you've tried it before and it didn't work. And so you gave up and you're like, well, that didn't work. So let me just go back. <laughs> the to one time. The one. Yeah. Let me go back to what is quote unquote working, which, you yeah. know, and I know and she knows that's not really working. But what the, the truth is, is and we tell this to our clients all the time, it takes a while to get one good at budgeting yeah. and even just to get everything into your budget. Like you can't you have to give yourself grace. You can't expect to get it perfect the first time. Right. Yeah. So it takes a while. So just. If you have tried it before and you gave up, just know that it takes time to get it right. Yeah. We like to tell people like that third month or fourth month is really when all the magic happens because you've set up everything, you've organized it, you've tweaked it enough, and now you can really see the fruit of the you fruit of all. Remembered everything that you forgot. Yeah. That, that happens. Right. And those quarterly, those quarterly bills start coming through and you can find them. So, all right. So the last thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. The well, last it, thing is that you're waiting for things to line up. You're waiting for the stars to align and everything to be perfect for you to start, right? Yeah. That's the reality is, is that's never going to happen. And it's that's not, okay. Yeah. Like we have crazy weeks at school with the kids and you know what? We just muscle through. We just get through the week and that's, and that's okay. Yeah. And then we have weeks where things are perfect. There's so much extra time, mm -hmm. but also if, if you can get through the busy times, you can get through the hard times, think how much better and easy it's going to be when things do align perfectly. Yeah. But just start. I think that's the biggest thing here. Yeah. And there's so when it comes to your budget, yes, there, you're maybe you're going on vacation this right. this one or maybe you started a new job or or maybe the kids school bills coming out or whatever. Like every month is going to yeah. make it harder to hard to start. Like it's going to always be that way. So just get over the fact that or the idea that things have to. Oh, this is a normal budget month. So this yeah. is the one I'm going to start. Or this is a normal income month, so now I'm going to start. That's that's yeah. just let go of that because every month is, especially until you get good at it, good at it, and start planning ahead for anything annual or the big things that happen, or or even emergency fund. It's always going to be a little bit of chaos, yeah. and you know, each month that you have. That's why you need a budget is to to handle that chaos. So yeah, and that's okay. Like just just have a plan, like we talked about. So all right. So the next thing is that you don't have big goals. Yeah. So if you don't have any big goals, why bother yep. doing the hard thing of budgeting and setting a spending limit and and not buying everything that you see when you see it, when you want it? Yeah. Like, why would you, why even bother with all of that, you know, harder work if you don't have a big goal? Yeah. Yeah. It, when you don't have a why, right? So if you're not thinking of in the moment when you're trying to, or wanting, I didn't say trying, wanting to buy something on Amazon or wanting to go to the store and get something, or you're with all your friends and they're all buying this thing and they're asking you why you're not buying it. If you don't have that thing that you're thinking about as to, no, I'm not doing that because, then yeah. you're probably just going to spend it. And that's the reality of it. But yeah, you want to have something you're looking forward to that's more exciting than whatever you're about to get from Amazon. Yeah. So the next thing is stepping out of your comfort zone. We love to stay in our little bubbles sometimes. We love to stay in our little area. We know that it's safe. We know that we're comfortable. We know that we don't have to strive for big things to be able to achieve maybe just the everyday normal things, but we invite you to step out of your comfort zone, step out of that and see what's possible. Yeah. I think we were talking about this today. Sometimes you just, you have small beliefs yeah. about what's possible for you, for your budget, for your family. And those small beliefs might be based on what your, what your yeah. previous generations or your family has done, or it might be based on the fact that you didn't finish college or whatever, like small beliefs that you have for your, you know, income goals, for your 
savings goals for your any sort of financial goals and that keeps you in the comfort zone like why would I try anything crazy or new or exciting or different if I this is who I think I am and this is all I think I am capable of right one of the the pictures that I love to put on my recaps for my clients it says success starts at the end of your comfort zone and I think that that's so true and when you can step out of that when you can see what's beyond the everyday normal life that you have you thought was mundane and regular for your family when you can think beyond that that's really where the mm -hmm. success and really where the big stuff happens and so we just yeah. we encourage you to do that yep okay so another one another reason that you are living paycheck to paycheck is that you make more the more you make yeah. the more you spend so as your income grows yeah. your spending and lifestyle creep grow and instead of your savings or your investments or whatever, those things growing, it's just, you're like, well, my paycheck's bigger, therefore I'm going to spend more money. And guess what? That is not a great, it's not a great plan. That's not going to work. Yeah. Especially at the beginning, like we encourage you to, to use that money for other reasons, right. not just continue to increase your expenses. And so this goes along with when you value other people's opinions and, and you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? Mm -hmm. So we find people who are, oh, well, my friend's bought a house. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to buy a house bigger than them. They bought this Mini, mini SUV. I'm going to buy a full SUV and, or a massive yeah. truck. And you just find yourself trying to compare and, and wanting to do better and bigger and bigger. And the idea here is, is if you can stay living within your means or beneath your means for a small, small amount of time, or even for a long period of time, it just depends on what your goals are. You can not only maybe pay off debt, but also maybe do a down payment on a house, right? Or also maybe fund your vacation in cash or also fund Christmas in cash for the first time. There's a lot of things that you can do here if you stay within your means and not always increase your expenses just because your paycheck increased. Yeah, and I think another point about keeping up with the Joneses is that, you know, I think where it really gets sneaky is your kids. And I think a lot of parents are trying to keep up. I was just, it was funny. I was talking to my in-laws maybe about how travel had just started travel sports or whatever had just started when their son my husband was in high school or wherever whatever age it wasn't even a thing and now if you want your kid to be competitive supposedly then now you have to do travel sports but it's like the, so those are like that's one little thing we're keeping up with the jones mm -hmm. i have to keep up with the with with whatever the other kids are doing whatever and it's like instead of it's not me and you like let's go see what diamond rings we can get so we can no, keep up with yeah. the, it's like our kids are now the the place that we're trying to keep up with the jones what they're wearing what yeah. summer camps they're going to what wires they close but like what activities they're allowed to do like what trips they're taking all like whatever what sports I they're playing yeah school? yeah all of these things is like now it's the kids is the is the next level of trying to keep up with the jones and you just gotta you just gotta be aware of that you gotta be aware of that because one of the big things with our with our clients the reason that they finally come to us the reason they start is they are making good money and they want to be able to keep some of that money like yeah. they don't have anything to show for it their income has gone up they've done the hard work yeah. to get promoted and to excel in their careers, but now they have nothing to show for it. They aren't keeping any of that income. And that's what we're trying to tell you right here is that you're, you need to keep that, like Vanessa said, keep living beneath your paychecks, much less than your paychecks so that you can put the extra that you're earning toward like something that matters. So here's a question. Can you say where all your money went last month? If you were like our clients, most of it is restaurants and it's Amazon. And in the long run, guys, it really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Those things, those tangible things, the right. going out to eat, literally, that's a consumable item. It's just going in and out that literally. you're getting your money on, right? But it's gone. And if you actually use that money to buy or spend a vacation like we just talked about or Christmas or something bigger and better, debt, right? Savings, Savings investments. investments. <laughs> There's 
so many things that you can spend your money on that actually matter. Matter in and long you can run. see after, tangible. Yeah, you have something to show. Like yeah. my husband was so frustrated. This is just a good example of last year because we made so much money and he's like, we have nothing to show for. I'm like, excuse me. Hold oh, me. yes, you do. We have a pool. We yeah. have a fence. We have a new sprinkler system. We have saw it. Like these are literally tangible things. I can tell you where and all of our money. And vehicles. Yeah. And all, so all of these things that we have, yeah. like literally that we can see that, that we did, we, we can, we can look back at our, and not even have to look at our budget, but we can see the, the tangible things. And that's what you want. Even if it's not those things, yeah. I can see our investments. We, we put $10,000 in our investments this year, or I can see our savings accounts are growing. I can yeah. see we bought the, the, the new bed yeah. for, our, for our kid or whatever. That's like, the big one. Tangible things that you can see. That's what you want yeah. to be able to say, because you know, okay, I worked really hard. Right. I worked 80 hours a week or whatever it was. And look, this. and look at what I have to show for it, right? So that's what you want to be spending your money on rather than things that are not so important. For sure. Here's another problem. Another problem and a reason that you are living paycheck to paycheck is you see that paycheck mm-hmm. and you think, well, that's, I need to spend all of that before the next one comes. Like if I have $700 left, I better get that. I better use all of that or I can, or yeah. it's possible for me to that's use all I of that to. until I, cause the next one's coming and I got to use all of that. And that's not correct. Yeah. The problem is, is that you're using the amount in your bank as your budget, right? Instead of actually creating a budget. So when your paycheck drops, you maybe know mentally, okay, this, I got this phone bill, this, this, oh, and the rest is mine. The rest is all of mine to blow and spend. And there's no plan for the rest of it. So, act, you know, we really do try to teach separating your bills and your spending. And this is a big reason. Yeah, because if th- that, men- we can work with that habit <laughs> if you do it the right way. Yes. The right way is to completely separate bills, spend uh, savings, all of the other expenses. And then you can have in your little yeah. sweet little account, you have a little spending money. And then that is what you have yeah. to last until the next paycheck. And you, so you can use that habit and also know that everything else is paid for. Everything else is taken care of. And I just have this little amount. And as it dwindles, I'm good because I know on the next paycheck, I'll get a little bit more. But, but if you're doing that with your whole paycheck, with your whole money that's coming in, it's not going to be, it's not going to end up well for you. No, we like to tell our clients, like when your paycheck drops, it's not actually your paycheck. It's not any of your money yet. It has to funnel through your bills account. And then a certain amount gets sent over to your spending account. Mm -hmm. And that's actually what your budget is. That is your quote unquote paycheck, your new paycheck for yourself. So think of it that way. It's got to funnel through a couple of things first before it gets to you. And then that's what you can actually. And we say like, this helps you protect yourself from yourself. If you'll just do set these, like, we're not saying you'll never blow the budget, but it will give you several steps in order to do it the right way. I was just talking to a client and she said, literally, she does not or having to transfer money is a barrier for her mm-hmm. to not spend it. And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. even if it takes you five seconds, if it's any sort of friction between you spending money that you're not supposed to, yeah. we're going to, we're going to see that as a bonus. And so it's going to protect you from yourself in that you, you have the money there and it, it requires more, less lazy, less laziness for you to actually spend other money that's not supposed to be spent, which is good. We want to, we want to help you as much as we can with that. Yeah. Okay. So my mind went to like a, a straight jacket. Yeah. Like, I know that's dark, but like, but this is like a financial straitjacket for you, right? When you can transfer it and you have it separated, it's saving you from yourself. And it's really, it really is helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we are on number six reason why you're living paycheck to paycheck. And this one's kind of obvious. I think that debt is probably sucking up a lot of that paycheck for you, right? And you're having to pay a lot of minimum payments. And then, then you're living off of less because your minimums are taking up all your money. Yeah. And so here's a question for you guys is how much, like, do you know how much you're spending in minimum payments a month? 
you know, in, and the question is, is it keeping you from doing other things with your money, things that you really want to do with your money? Yeah, absolutely. And so another part of this, so like the minimums are a problem, right? They are a problem. They're taking your money. It's fine. They're, they're taking interest. They're paying to use credit. It's great. Who I have extra money. I like to pay. Nope. It's, it's fine. But then the other part is that you might be stuck on this credit card hamster wheel. You've heard us talk about it before, but you might be like some of our clients when they start, they're using credit card to pay for everything. And then they pay the credit card off each month. They use credit card to pay. And they're like, well, I'm not paying interest because I pay it off every month. Well, guess what? You're not, you're spending still every dollar you're making because the credit card is now just like we talked about the bank account. It's your new budget. If I don't go over my credit limit or if I don't go over this amount, then I can spend every dollar. And right. it's not helping you build financial responsibility, discipline, habits that will actually make you wealthy, will actually help you to stop stressing about money. Yeah. And don't talk to us about credit card points because we have a solution for that, that, which is a money market account, which is making way more than any credit card points you could ever make. Snaps. So there's that. But then I want to go back to the whole this, I only spend within my budget limits. That's crap. Like, can we just lay that out there? You're not. Show me the spreadsheet that you have that you're actually going and documenting every, every single time you go to the store and say, oh, I went to Publix. I spent this. I went to Walmart. I spent this. And you're adding up to see, are you spending within your budget or your grocery budget for under or using your credit card? And you're not. You're, I mean, the, yeah. and you can barely probably pay it off each month. If not, you're not paying it off. And then you are paying interest on me. Even if it's just $100 left over at the end of the month, you're still paying interest on it yeah. because it racks up so fast. And it's not on purpose. It just kind of happens that way. Yeah. And it's just, you're just going to end up, it's not teaching you good financial responsibility. You're still, you're just, it's very financially lazy to yeah. use the credit card to quote unquote budget, which is not a budget. And it's not, and like Vanessa said, you'll see your that mountain you have to pay off literally creeps up to your entire paycheck or monthly income every every month. And guess what? Then there's no room to do the cool things that we talked about, setting those goals, saving money, paying cash for a vacation, paying for your kids to go to college or whatever your goals are, retiring early, quitting that job, starting a business, like whatever your goals are, there's no money left over because you've spent it all on a credit card because that's their plan. Yeah. And they know that yeah. that's how it's going to work. And eventually you will be paying interest for the most part. And if you're not paying interest, like Vanessa said, you're certainly losing out on making money by saving that money and getting putting it in a money market and getting interest paid to you instead of you paying the interest. Yeah. I had recently, we went on a family vacation and one of my, my cousins said, well, I did, this trip was paid for with my credit card points. And I was like, great. How much did you actually have to put on there yeah. to get this quote unquote trip paid for? And if you had just put it in a money market that's making 5%, you would have actually made more money because most of them are paying back, well, out like 3% interest. So anyways, that's a whole nother tangent. But here, Christmas is coming up. When was the last time you paid for Christmas in cash? Yeah. Because you could. When was the last time you didn't put Christmas on a credit card? But try to to get get ahead of the game here. So, well, I just I, I want to go back to the credit card points thing. First of all, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go on that tangent right now. I, apparently, we just need to have more time to talk about that. But let's imagine that you are overspending every month. Yeah, every month, which is like proven statistically, that's are. what you're gonna do on yeah. credit card, and you were able to save three four hundred dollars a month towards your vacation. Now. Not only do you have that saved so you can pay for pay mm -hmm. in cash, which, by the way, means I don't have to go back and pay it off, which right. you still do. Right. But I can pay it off in cash. I or I can pay for the vacation in cash. But also, like Vanessa said, that money could have been sitting in a money market for however long making money. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I'm just in charge of my I am. I am the one in charge of my finance. I'm not depending on a credit company who can change their mind at yeah. any moment, who can change, who can, who, whatever. I'm not depending on them to reach my goals. Yeah, it's true. And I know we've talked about it. We'll plug it right here. VO Bank, 
if you guys, I mean, we're not an affiliate of them. Sadly, they don't do affiliates, but we love them so much. Their interest rates in our, right now are 5.25%. Yep. Uh, right, so right up. Yeah, mm-hmm. 5.25% on their money markets. Yeah. And that is huge. You are gaining. If you can put, like Shana said, those three, $400 a month away, not only are you having that in cash now to pay for the thing, but it's also while you're waiting to pay for it, it's making money. Yeah. And that can just grow. And also what's cool about that is you are going to want to spend that less than uh, because you see it growing. And it's just a good, it's the opposite of the credit card. Like, I just want to spend because I don't have to think about it. But here I'm thinking about like, wow, that money is making money. Do I really, how much do I want to pull it out? And again, that's like the financial straitjacket. It's just helping you to have good habits. But okay. So the last reason that you're living paycheck to paycheck is most likely that you were never taught the right way to plan your paychecks. And that's through no fault of your own. I think I've been playing with this idea. You know, I think our kids are good. I think there's a lot of movement in in culture and education right now to teach young people about finances, but not for us. We missed that boat. We did not get it. And so you may just never have been taught the right way to do it. Yeah. And and the thing is, too, is you don't know what you don't know. And this goes along with that, right? Mm-hmm. So when we were in school, they didn't have, I mean, I'm pretty sure they taught me how to balance checkbook in eighth grade in home ec. And that was it. It was like the last financial conversation we ever had with anybody. The one and only financial right, conversation. Um, of my, for financial education. And, yeah. you know, my parents, yes, they were really good with money. And it taught me a lot. And it taught me a lot of what to do and a lot of what to don't, what to n- not to do. And they're very successful now, but they had to go through a lot of hardship for that. And I saw that in my 20s. I thought, oh no, like I never want to be like that. But I didn't know what I didn't know. I only knew it and found out about it in my 20s. So imagine what you can do now and what imagine what you can do for your kids, their future. Well, and I think, you know, what you might be doing right now and the reason that you're living paycheck to paycheck is that you might be modeling after your parents because that's the only thing you ever saw. And for example, for me, for my parents, they they never were in debt, but they were not aggressive about saving money, about investing any of that until later. Right. And so even if I would have gotten some good, good habits, they'd still never had a budget for groceries. They just went and spent whatever, you know, and they kind of probably still lived on that amount of their paycheck. So it's not through any fault of your own, but you may just not know the right way. And there is a better way. And that's what we're here to teach you (laughs) for sure. Okay. We had so much fun telling you all the reasons that you're living paycheck to paycheck, but now we want to tell you something else. So we're going to do it in reverse guys. And here's seven reasons that you don't live paycheck to paycheck. Number one, you think of your income as a whole for the month instead of each paycheck individually. Yes. Number two, you have a budget. Mm. Number three, you set big, exciting goals. Yes. And number four, you spend less than you make even when your income goes up. Okay. Number five, you separate your bills and spending and you have a personal spending budget. Yes, you do. Number six, you get out of debt. Yep. And finally, number seven, you took the time to learn how to budget and manage your money. Yes, you did. That's seven reasons you don't live paycheck to paycheck anymore. We are financial coaches. It's brand new information. So, you know, you can listen to these podcasts. You'll get so much out of it. We try to give away pretty much everything for free. But the difference with coaching is we're going to walk you through it, right? We're going to show you the in-depth when it comes to your budget, your family, your goals, your habits like how to actually do it. And we're going to walk with you as you do it. Yeah, for sure. And again, we meet twice a month for 45 minutes. We walk, Like Shana said, we walk you through our systems. We set up your systems. We create it. We give you your recaps, your to-dos. Literally, you don't have to use any brain calories except give us the financial information that we need to be able to make all this work. So if you're interested, email us at info@myidealbalance.com or visit our website at myidealbalance.com forward slash coaching. 
We would love to chat with you. If any of this resonated with you, you should book a free 30-minute coaching session call. Yeah, it's a call where we chat about your situation, anything that you're struggling with, and any questions you might have. And we'll come up with some quick wins and action items you can implement immediately. And we know that you're going to walk away feeling encouraged and hopeful for what to do next. Yeah, we look forward to chatting with you.